Today on Locked on A's, we're going to be talking about the A's current rotation because a move just happened, and then the A's potential future rotation for 2023. We're going to go over all of the names involved in the rotation battles for 2023 because there are so many guys. Are the A's going to have a 10-man rotation? Let's get into it. You are Locked on A's, your daily Oakland A's podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked on A's, stepping to the mic, it's your host, Jason Burke. How's it going, A's fans, and welcome to episode 447 of the Locked On A's podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, noted baseball fan, Jason Burke, and on today's episode, we're talking about James Caprillion going to the bullpen for the rest of the season, what that means for the A's rotation, and why these five guys, and then in the second and third segments, uh, mostly the third segment as well, we'll be talking about the A's potential 2023 rotation, because there are so many guys that could be vying for a spot, depending on, you know, moves and, you know, trades and stuff like that. But there could even be more guys than, like, the eight or nine that I'm going to list for you guys. I didn't number them, but there's a lot of them. So uh, that's what we got coming up for you guys today. And then I'm going to end on a personal note uh, and all, all that. So good times all the way around. But thank you guys so much for making Locked On A's your first listen of the day. We are free and available on all platforms. Also, make sure to follow us on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at ByJasonB on Twitter. If you guys have any questions for us, join our Twitter community. I will answer some stuff over there. Uh, it's, you know, Twitter community. It's the button on the app. Go there. Type in Locked On A's. Join the community. Ask some questions. Make some friends. Have a party. You know, good times. But uh, let's get into today's episode because James Caprillion, uh, according to the TV broadcast, which is wild, that they're the ones breaking the news because Matt Kawahara of the Chronicle, who is, I believe, the only full-time beat reporter for the A's that was at the game. I think Martin Gallegos uh, took the road trip off, so he was at home. But uh, I believe Matt Kawahara was like, so the broadcast said that they're doing this. That's... Uh, apparently that's true. So the TV broadcast broke the news. Uh, they said it a couple times during Sunday's broadcast. But uh, James Caprillion has been moved to the bullpen for the rest of the season. So today I figured why not look, take a look at the five guys that are going to be in the rotation, at least for right now, that are currently in the rotation. It could change, but the five guys that the A's currently have. Number one, we got Cole Irvin. And I'm just going... The, where they are in the rotation right now uh, as one, two, three, four, five. I'm not saying that this is the number one guy, but Cole Irvin is the number one guy. So number one, Cole Irvin. Uh, he has a 3.35 ERA this season, and that is nearly a full run better than last year. And his whip is just over one. Not enough people are talking about what kind of a season Cole Irvin is having. He's been fantastic. And he's been like a pitcher whisperer for the other guys in the rotation. He's been helping Adam Aller. He's been ha helping. Uh, who else had good starts? Uh, he's been helping everybody. He's been doing great. Great job out of Cole Irvin. Just uh, a godsend to the Oakland A's for cash from the Phillies. Go Phillies go. Um, but yeah, he's staying in the rotation because I don't see the A's trading him away, which seems like a weird statement because he's a good pitcher and he's on the A's. But also, uh, he is not going to be arbitration eligible next year. So he's still making the uh, the big league minimum. So he's not going to be making a bunch of money. So why not just keep him? You're not going to get somebody cheaper than him. 
why not keep Cole Irvin? So that's how the A's operate. That, that's A's 101 for you. But uh, he also had similar innings last year. He, he's about 30 shy of where he finished the season last year in terms of innings pitched. He also missed some time this year, I believe. So uh, there's that. So I think that they want to get him close to where he finished last year so that his arm strength is still built up and he can continue pitching like he has the last two seasons. And so I think that that's why they're keeping Cole Irvin there and not, you know, keeping like James Caprillion or Zach Logue or, you know, one of these other guys that have been moved to the bullpen. I think that's why Cole Irvin's there. Also, he's he's the ace of the staff right now. So you don't want to really like demote him or like ruffle any feathers because he's he's doing a great job. So Cole Irvin, number one guy. Number two guy, uh, according to where they slot in the rotation, not, not the number two starter, but because... I don't know that we have ranks for these guys yet, but number two, Ken Waldachuk. Uh, he has made all of one big league start, and he got into some trouble against the Nationals, but he also worked out of trouble quite a bit, so uh, that's that's solid. He also allowed just one run in four and two-thirds innings against the Nationals. He also gave up five hits and walked four, so a little bit worrisome there with how many guys were getting on, but... Some of that was definitely jitters for his big league debut. And this final month will be all about learning the ropes in the big leagues. And we'll we'll see how that goes because he's also likely in competition for an opening day rotation spot. So uh, you, you got to think that he's probably going to be in the opening day rotation, but you got to see what he does at, for the, the last month of this year and then assess during spring training. But number three, we got J.P. Sears, and he also came in over in the Frankie Montas trade along with Ken Waldachuk. And in five starts with the A's, he has absolutely dazzled. I am I am on his bandwagon. I'm a big J.P. Sears fan. He has given up two or fewer runs in four of his five starts. And the fifth start was against the Yankees, and uh, he gave up three runs in that game and all three of those runs came on one swing from a gigantic human being named Aaron Judge who has like 52 home runs now so I mean it's kind of hard to fault him for giving up three runs in that game because one they knew about his deception and kind of how he does it they they had the inside track you could argue and Aaron Judge is Aaron Judge so oh well overall even with that three run home run he has a 263 ERA in 27 and a third innings pitched in Oakland. He's been very, very solid. Hard to argue with him being in the rotation for the rest of the season. But then moving on to number four, you got Adam Aller, and he has gone from afterthought, a guy that a lot of people on Twitter were like, I don't see it with this guy, to just a couple of weeks ago. Uh, he He's really made some believers, I think. And I've been saying stuff all season, and it feels like people are finally uh, on, on my side which feels great, but a week ago, he tallied six innings with zero command against the Marlins, and then in his next start, he had so much command, and he went eight innings, gave up one hit against the New York Yankees. That was cool. That was a great, that was the game of the year. That was so much fun. So Adam Aller can do it all, because then he also, uh, in his most recent start, he got bamboozled bamboozled, I say, by the Baltimore Orioles going five innings and giving up six runs. And I know that I just said that he's he's been, you know, proving the doubters wrong, but I'm not going to make excuses. I'm just going to say, sometimes you run into a guy who has your number, and Ryan Mountcastle had his number on Saturday. He gave up two two-run home runs to the same guy. And if you take, I'm, I'm not saying take those away, but if you take those away, that's five innings, two runs. That's a good start. 
It's Ryan Mountcastle had a game. Adam Aller happened to be on the bump. I'm saying it was a rough day at the office. Let's see what he does the rest of the year. I'm not saying that he's out of the rotation consideration forever. I'm like, ah, Ryan Mountcastle had a game. There you go. Good, good job, Ryan Mountcastle. I don't think that Adam Aller is you know, hurt by that necessarily, but it is important to see how he bounces back in his next two or three starts and see if uh, he's more like the Marlins Yankees starter or the guy that just gave up two two-run homers to Ryan Mountcastle. So that's something to keep an eye on there. But uh, number five, we got Sunday starter Adrian Martinez, and uh, he is someone that I was hoping would get a closer look during the final month of the season. And the A's front office listened not only to me, but to the podcast Shout out to Billy and, uh, you know, the, the gang. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you, you know, forced. I always want to call him David or Doug. I always want to call him the wrong one. And then I always get confused on which one it is. That's uh, behind. I'm a 10, but I can't remember if it's David or Doug forced. Uh, so I, I look it up every time and I haven't. So here we are rambling. Anyways, uh, the A's front office lesson. Shout out to Billy and or uh, to Bean and Forrest over there. Uh, he has a 4-3 and three record on the season with a 4.37 ERA and 7 starts spanning 35 innings, but in his last three starts against the Giants, Yankees, and Orioles, three playoff contenders to varying degrees. I think the Giants might be out of it, but they're, you know, still mathematically alive. Uh, he has gone 15 and two-thirds innings pitched, giving up three earned runs total. Obviously, that's roughly five innings a start, so you want him to go a little bit further, but those are three really good teams, and he's given up three earned runs total to those three teams, including the Orioles, who, uh, you know, just bamboozled the day before Adam Aller. So, you know, hey, Ryan Mountcastle didn't have it, didn't have it today. Adrian Martinez had, uh, did have it. So that's what happens there. Also, the Orioles are only two and a half games back of a, of the third wildcard spot right now. And, uh, you would think that they would really, really, really like to make the playoffs after all of these hundred loss seasons. So, uh, they need every win that they can get. So Adrian Martinez legitimately went out there and shut them down. He went six shutout innings against them while allowing all of three hits. That is the A's rotation right now. And there's a lot of upside, a lot of guys to get excited about. And uh, it's a pretty solid group of starters. Their overall stats for the season may not be the best, but all of them have shown improvement in recent weeks, especially Adam Aller, who I enjoy. The other guys have, you know, had sporadic or they're either brand new to the organization or they're Cole Irvin, who's been fine, uh, or, you know, Adrian Martinez, who's been down in the minor leagues and hasn't really gotten his shot. So uh, it, it's a it's a mishmash of guys, but I'm intrigued by all of them. And they're working on something. All of them were working on something during the final few weeks of this season to prove that they belong for next season in the 2023 rotation. And so we're going to be taking a look at the A's potential 2023 rotation and the contenders for those spots coming up. As you gear up for fall, you need the right people on your team to help your small businesses fire on all cylinders. LinkedIn Jobs is here to make it easier to find the people that you want to talk to faster and for free. You can create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs 
to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. Then add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so that your network can help you find the right people to hire. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to. Did you know every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on MLB. That's linkedin.com slash locked on MLB to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back to the Locked On Ace Podcast. If you guys are enjoying the show, make sure to hit subscribe wherever you like to hear podcasts. Follow us on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I am at by Jason B on Twitter. If you guys have any questions for us, make sure to just join our Twitter community at Locked On A's over there. Uh, but let's get into who could be or who is going to be in the running on the current A's, you know, roster, 40-man roster, all of the people that are there. Uh, who could be in the running to get a rotation spot for opening day? Uh so when the season wraps up, I'm going to be doing my, my full prognostication. I'll be going position by position, roster spot by roster spot, and giving you guys my prediction for the A's opening day roster. Some of them are going to be easy, like uh, Shea Langoliers. He's going to be on the roster. Is Sean Murphy? We're going to talk about it. So it'll be some of that stuff. Cole Irvin should be on the A's, ro- uh, on the A's roster. Could he get traded? We'll, we'll talk about it. It'll be great. Um, <laughs> it'll basically be like, well, these guys, but will somebody get traded? Uh, or, you know, hey, maybe there's a minor league, minor leaguer that you should also know about. So it's going to be a fun, fun time. So when the season ends, look forward to that. My prognostication, I'm, I'm not, I, I don't know that I'm going to be doing like a 1.0, 2.0, but hey, maybe I will if the A's start making some friggin' moves. But um, let's talk about the A's rotation in 2023. Obviously, Cole Irvin is going to be in there, likely starting on opening day because he is the A's best starting pitcher right now. Uh, Go ahead and write that one down in pen. I'm pretty sure, and by pretty sure, I mean use a pen, uh, that that, that's going to be the case. He is set to make the league minimum next season, so there's no financial reason to trade him. Uh, maybe the front office tries to capitalize on his solid season in 2022, and they get a package of prospects that they like, but I kind of doubt that that's the direction that they'll go. Uh, I don't think that the A's try and put together a team to make a playoff run necessarily next season, but I could see them being good enough to like be a surprise team. Maybe not you know within five or six games of the third wild card, but like 75 wins. So they'll be a good team, but not a contending team, if that makes sense. Uh, I don't know that they're going to be last in the division. They're they're going to be in a tough division. Not not tough, like some divisions, but uh, it's not the, the AL Central. Because, oh man, if they were in the AL Central, I'd be like, yeah, they're going to win that division next year. But uh, they're still in the West. They still got the Astros and the Mariners to contend with. But hey, could they be third next year? Maybe. Unless they trade Cole Irvin. And Cole Irvin is kind of going to be the anchor of that rotation. And you need one of those guys when you have so many young guys that you're trying to bring along. So I'm pretty sure Cole Irvin will be in the opening day rotation. Spoiler alert for that episode that's going to be dropping in like a month. But hey, there's beyond him, there's options. Let's talk about some options here. There's Ken Waldachuk, who could be the only other guy potentially starting on opening day. He's got the potential uh, of being a a good starter, not the potential of being an opening day starter. He's got 
solid potential. He's got the pedigree. He's the, the number 35 overall prospect on fan graphs. And uh, the, the only reason that you would have him start over Cole Irvin is so that Ken Waldachuk could get a taste of what it's like to start on opening day so that when the A's are actually ready to compete, he has that experience and uh, he can hit that season running. And so that that would be my argument is, hey, let's see what he's got. Um, Waldachuk has the most upside out of the rotation options, even though Keith Law seems to think that he's a bullpen guy long term because of his command. Something to keep an eye on the rest of the way is obviously his command and his walks and all that stuff. But uh, he improved his command greatly. Like a lot. I think that he went from like four and a half to like one and a half walks per nine between the Yankee system and the A system. So it looks like he's fixed it a little bit. Uh, he struggled with walks in his first big league start, but I'm going to chalk that up to jitters for now. Something to keep an eye on moving forward the rest of the month, however. Uh, then you have J.P. Sears, who you have to think was going to be in the rotation one way or another. And so that's the uh, the J.P. Sears comment for this one. Uh, Adam Aller uh, could be a sneakily good rotation arm for the A's in 2023, or he could be a depth arm. Uh, it basically depends on how he finishes this season is going to determine where he's going to be slotted, like in the A's coach's mindset and front office mindset heading into spring training. If he finishes strong, like he's been mostly pitching the last couple of weeks, uh, then he's probably going to be penciled into the rotation, I mean, the A's rotation. But if he struggles a little bit and he pitches more like he was in Baltimore or, you know, some other starts that he's had this season, maybe he's going to be penciled in the AAA rotation. And that, that could be a big difference because if you're penciled into the AAA rotation, then you have to outperform somebody and go out there and compete. And you have just a few weeks to change somebody's mind. Whereas if you're penciled into the A's rotation, you just have to hit status quo and perform up to your abilities. You don't have to outperform anybody. So these next few weeks are important to Adam Aller if he wants to start the season in the A's rotation. Then you got Adrian Martinez, who is roughly a league average pitcher through seven big league starts. And that's not a bad thing. Last year, I praised Cole Irvin for being a league average pitcher as the A's fifth starter. Someone that can limit the blow-up starts and consistently provide quality outings is a commodity in big league baseball. The one detriment to Martinez's game so far is that he's not pitching deep into games. Look for him to go out uh, and pitch more than five innings the rest of the way. If he can pitch six innings in each of his starts or, you know, six, seven, maybe see what he can give you in each and every start. But if he's only giving you five or four and two thirds, that's going to eat up the bullpen over a long stretch of a season. So you'll want to see some improvement on that front the rest of the way this year and uh, you know, see what's going on there, I would imagine. Then you got James Caprillion, who was just moved to the bullpen. And this is likely for a couple of reasons that I've come up with on my own. Uh, the first is that it's to open up a spot for a few for a few turns the rest of the way in this season for some of the guys that we've talked about already, the JP Sears, the, the Ken Waldachick, uh, Adam Aller, and Adrian Martinez. This probably opens up the spot for Martinez if we're being cards on the table completely honest there. Uh, and the second reason is that he's just 10 innings shy of the 119 innings that he pitched last season. And typically, you'd like to see a guy stretch out his arm a little bit more, maybe build up a little bit, uh, a, a few more innings, and you know improve upon that mark. But with his injury history and the A's not playing for wins and losses, having him in the bullpen still gets his arm, you know, the innings that he had last season, but he's going to be healthy for 2023, which is arguably more important to the A's. Cause if you got, uh, 
James Caprilli in there, another veteran starter at this point in his career, uh, that, that could be a, a big boost for the A's moving forward in what they might not be competing, but they're still going to be playing for a little bit more next season. And having him healthy and ready to go could provide solid evidence for the A's. And I got some more guys coming up. Those are the guys that you, you probably already knew about, but who else is on this list? I got those guys coming up for you here in just one minute. Welcome back to the Locked On Ace Podcast. If you guys are enjoying the show and you've made it this far, please leave us a five-star review on any platform that you prefer. Uh, I know Apple Podcast does it. Spotify does it. Those are great platforms. Uh, wherever you're listening to this, also, great platform. We're also on YouTube. So subscribe to our YouTube channel. Subscribe. That's a fun word to say. Um, also, make sure to follow us on social media, at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I am it by Jason B on Twitter. But let's get into some of the A's other rotation options for 2023. And Zach Logue, who is currently in the A's bullpen, and uh, he's he's been good at times. He's when he's on, he's he's solid. I, I like watching Zach Logue when he's on, but his walk rate went from really really good in AAA last year to roughly league average this season. It went from like like two to like four and a half, and that's a big difference. Uh, he was walking almost two more batters per nine, and that's that's a big jump. That's gonna deter or you know affect how effective you are uh, as a pitcher so his strikeout rate also took a dip from just over one like it was like 9.27 per nine and it went to just under seven per nine this season in triple a i'm only taking triple a stats going uh, you know apples to apples more more or less here different leagues but you know still same level uh so for logue it's all about command, and I think that it's probably a mechanics issue. Um, if he can fix his mechanics this offseason, he could be a legit contender for a spot in the rotation come opening day. So we're going to see what Zach Loke has in the rotation. Maybe work, tweak his mechanics a little bit here and there. He's he's had one good outing, one bad outing. I, I, believe, I think he allowed one run uh, in Baltimore over the weekend, but he had a good outing before that. So, hey, let's see what Zach Loke does in the bullpen the rest of the season. Then you got... Paul Blackburn, who, I mean, I know that I host an A's podcast, but completely forgot about him. Sorry, Paul A.B. Um, he was the also the A's all-star rep this season, but he's down for the rest of the year with an injury. And uh, he, he had a 362 ERA before the break. He was even... He was really, really solid, solid in April and May. Uh, he started a little bit in June and July and then August, and then he got shut down in August. But uh, after the break, he had an 879 ERA in three starts. His season started off well, but got a little bit rocky when, once we hit June. He started having like an ERA in the fives. Um, he'll be in the mix if he's around, but I could also see the A's potentially seeing what they could get for him this winter, maybe a team like the Cardinals just wants like a depth starter and they don't need them to be fantastic. But, you know, hey, a guy that can go give you like a, a four and a half ERA and Paul Blackburn might be that guy. I don't know that the A's need too many of those guys because we, we've seen Paul Blackburn a decent amount. He's improved a lot, but maybe it's time to see what the A's can get for him as opposed to from him with the A's. Uh, then you got Brent Honeywell Jr., who I was very excited about during spring training when uh, the A's traded for him. I was like, yeah, hey, let's let's see what he's got. He's a former like top 20 prospect in baseball, and then injuries have derailed him big time over the last like five years. But uh, he's been out all season due to injury. Uh, but of late, he's been pitching in the minor leagues. He's been pitching in AAA Vegas. He's been getting beat up a little bit in Vegas, but uh, he's he's struggled there. But he is also out of options and injury-prone, 
And I'm going to be intrigued to see which direction the A's go with this one. He could either have an inside track for a rotation spot next year. It, basically, if you stay healthy, you, you have a chance here at the big league level. Or he could also be non-tendered this winter because he's out of options and injury prone. So we'll see. I don't know. Uh, they could also sign him to like a minor league deal and see what happens in, in that regard if they do non-tender him. But I don't know. Brent Honeywell is going to be an interesting guy to keep an eye on. Maybe he makes his his A's debut at the big league level in the last like week or two, but uh, he's not pitching terribly well right now. So they're, you're probably going to see him put together a couple of decent outings before that happens. He, he would also be a bullpen option because he's only going to be pitching in the bullpen the rest of this year. But uh, moving on, we got Dalton Jeffries, who has been out since May with thoracic outlet syndrome, and uh, he's had some success in the big leagues. Uh, he also only has one option remaining. So he, he's, but And by only, I mean, he still does have one, so he's probably a depth option moving forward into 2023, but one of the guys that they would call upon in a pinch. So if there's a couple of injuries, maybe they go Dalton Jeffries because he has some experience. So that, that could be an opening day guy for you to look at as well. And then finally, we have Jared Koenig. Uh, he, he's gotten a few starts this season and compiled a 639 ERA, but... He could also be a long man out of the bullpen. He pitched three innings against the uh, the Yankees. I believe he gave up like a hit. Solid outing from Jared Koenig. And uh, he could be the long guy, but if Zach Logue doesn't make the rotation, then maybe Zach Logue becomes the long guy as the lefty. Interesting. J just getting you ready for the spring training intrigue already. It's August. It's, no, it's September. It's September! It's hot as hell outside. <laughs> but uh, just some of the stuff to look forward to next year. Uh, but before I get out of here, I just want to give you guys just a, a heads up on the personal stuff. Uh, on Friday, I was let go from my job. It was not a good fit. Uh, I did not like it there at all. And uh, I think they knew that. It, it, <laughs> so that that's how that worked out. So uh, that that's all. It's fine. So that's the bad news. The good news is uh, I'm going to be at home a lot more. You guys are probably going to be getting actual daily A's podcast from me. So that's that's good news. Also, uh, if you work in radio or you like the show and you know somebody or you have like a an opportunity that you think that I might enjoy, hit me up on Twitter by Jason B. Uh, I am definitely looking to be out of the service industry. So let me know if you if you have anything in media, because I would love to explore it. Uh, but that's all that I got for you guys today. Thank you so much for making Locked On A's your first listen of the day. Now, go make the most handsome man you've ever seen Locked On. No, actually, no, it's a different one. Ah, Sully's still handsome, but there's a different one today. Uh, thank you for making Locked On A's your first lesson of the day. Now, for your second lesson, go check the Ultimate Pro Football Preview 2022. It's an eight-episode extravaganza. Extravaganza! To get you ready for the NFL season, the local team experts from the Locked On Podcast Network, plus a betting angle from Lee Sterling of Locked On Bets, all combining into one Ultimate NFL Preview. Search the Ultimate Pro, uh, Pro Football Preview 2022 on your Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you guys get podcasts. Uh, also, find us at those places, too. <laughs> Locked On A's basically everywhere. Uh, but that's all that I got for you guys today. So until next time, go out and celebrate good times, A's fans, and I will talk at you tomorrow.